0: Hi guys, I'm Nizar Ahmed and welcome back to another podcast. Happy Independence Day at first. And Independence Day is very Today's podcast is very special because I have a really special guest with me. She is a student, uh, she is a woman entrepreneur, uh, she has worked in startups, she created her own company when she was in the first year of her engineering. Introducing to you none other than Fatima Khader. Fatima Khadar, why aap, you introduce yourself company kya hai, and what's
1: uh, Okay, so hello everyone, uh, my name is Fatima and I'm the founder of cupping.app which provides cupping therapy services at the doorstep and I'm currently pursuing uh, my third year of engineering in computer science.
0: So Fatima, aapko ye idea how did you thought about you know, cupping.co.in? You know there are already a lot of uh, uh, cupping centers outside so how was how it different from other cupping centers and how was it different from other cupping companies
1: right so um a little about my background i come from uh, saudi arabia and yeah. their cupping therapy that is hijama mm-hmm. is known as uh, a fashion statement in there and it's a very alternative medicine uh that people take in as in uh, we take in croissants there people go and have cupping therapy sessions okay so I wanted to have one for my own self. And then I realized that there are a lot of shortcomings in the cupping therapy centers across Hyderabad. Mm-hmm. Which is why I came up with this plan of providing it at the doorstep. Which overcomes all the shortcomings for the centers that are available here in Hyderabad. And uh, cupping that as hajama is also related to religion bias. It's it's mostly related that it's it's for Muslims.
0: Yeah.
1: Um how do I even uh, put it down into words it would be like if you are possessed with a jinn I mean I don't know to the community that uh, who is listening to this podcast and all but uh, there's a saying I mean there is a concept of being possessed in uh, muslims and they consider that hijama slash cupping therapy or this alternative medicine is used only to those people Okay. okay only to the community so eventually it is related that you have been possessed So today if I want to go to a hijama center especially for women I say I am going to go and get a hijama done It's it's automatically related that this is for you being assessed, and again, it is kind uh, of going into the wrong so, direction.
0: So, you know? so it kind of becomes taboo. I mean, yeah. uh, people people would ro- look at you with a suspicious eyes if you go to a hijama center. That okay, maybe she is possessed, and that's why he or she might have come to hijama center.
1: Oh yes, that's that's the whole point, right? That I've been mentioning uh, now. That that's the entire reason that yeah. I've, I've started this. Yes, yes. Uh catering this service yes. because first thing first, I do not want this concept to be a taboo i'd mm-hmm. rather want it to be a fashion statement just with the way we hold our iphone yeah it's a fashion statement it says yeah. okay it's a very cool thing yeah similar to that i want uh this to be a very cool thing in terms of lifestyle you know what i just had cupping therapy done on my yeah
0: i mean uh, uh, th- this is actually the first time i'm actually hearing ki cupping was you know uh used to cure people who are possessed actually i had no idea about it I personally have got myself uh, the cupping therapy done. Uh, Quite good experience. I mean, uh, I won't say like a really refreshing one or something like that, but a very new one, like uh, something which you have never experienced in your life. Um, But why did you thought, you know, I should bring this uh, service to the doorsteps? Uh, What was the problem uh, with the uh, conventional clinics? Uh,
1: right so let's imagine i am a person and i want to get cupping therapy done today Mm -hmm. i step into the clinic i go there and i get the cupping therapy done Mm -hmm. so what technically happens is the person who is there in the clinic will get it done in why because they want to make money yeah they will not have a look on your body mass index they will not have a look on your uh, medical history because you will not be able to provide it to them yes yes. at that point of time And eventually for them to make money, they will do it. Yeah. So I thought that that's the first reason. And the second reason would be that I'm getting cupping therapy done on myself. Yeah. Right now. Assuming that. Mm. It would be very hard for a person to travel after getting cupping therapy done. Mm-hmm. I think there are a lot of shortcomings in that. There is a chance that the person who has got the, the cupping therapy done... Might
0: feel dizzy.
1: Might feel a little dizzy. And then the scars might...
0: Oh, you, you know, know leak.
1: it not leak. Maybe it will create a scar on your body. Okay. Right. So you're supposed to wear. Sometimes,
0: loose. sometimes you know the hijama scars. It takes time to heal as well.
1: Yeah, it takes. So yeah. that's why I'm telling you, right? Yeah, yeah. That those are the reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it takes you time to actually heal and everything. And the third, the last thing would be for women specific. Mm-hmm. That would be
0: for the privacy reasons. Yes, the everything. privacy
1: reasons, the comfortability level. So I think catering the service at the doorstep was the right idea that. I thought and yeah. that is why I'm bringing it to the community of Hyderabad.
0: Really, you know, uh, an amazing and a unique idea I would say, you know, because I never heard that cupping therapy would happen at steps at first and that too you started this when you were in first year of your engineering, right?
1: I started the concept uh, at the first year of engineering. It got established or the operation started in the second year
0: so so as a first year engineering student it's like a it's a pretty big achievement okay uh, so today de- so i would even like to mention this in the uh, podcast after the three uh, two successful years of running cupping therapy you have also received the award today at the independence day program at our engineering college so i mean uh, it's a, a pretty big thing for a student to do at first and you know, usually uh, any student, who be, you know, uh, engineering they mostly goal hi rehta ki, bhai, main engineering karu, then main kya bolte, masters ke liye bahar chale aao, fir padlo, koi achhi si mil jaya, set ho jaya. How did, uh, w- what was it that encouraged you to come into this startup culture and you know, start your own business?
1: So I'm not belonging to either uh, uh, engineering department initially. Neither was I into uh, business or. I couldn't even pronounce entrepreneurship, oh, okay. being very honest. I didn't know that there's something that exists, all I knew was maybe business, people who run, that's all like the commerce stream, any which was which I didn't belong to. Uh, but this happened to me uh, with the college mate named uh, Fawaz. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he started the college in our, he started the uh, ESL. Yeah. In our college, yeah. and initially he invited me yeah. from the girls' wing. That you know what, uh, you should come up and try. So we had a a process where we had a team of uh, eight members or so, mm-hmm. and that's how we. I was introduced to entrepreneurship. It was him who introduced it to me, and then uh, we. I had a professor in my college uh, who is currently working as the dean mm-hmm. of the department of computer science. His name is Shavli sir. Yeah. He introduced me to uh, uh, Mr. Adnan Ali.
0: Adnan Ali Khan.
1: Adnan Ali Khan. Yeah. And then uh, Adverse Fabaz. The and technical how, guy. Yeah, the technical guy. So that's how I was introduced <coughs> to the set of people.
0: Yeah, the like-minded like-minded people. Right, the you know.
1: like-minded people or oh, you could call who introduced me to this world. Yeah. And later on, um, I'm very glad that this college had invited Mr. Miraj Mehraj
0: Fahim. Meher uh, Faheem is the CEO of Adventure, Adventure Park. Park. Yeah. yeah, so I think it was your department itself, the civil
1: department?
0: It, it was civil engineering department. Yeah. I belong to Tripoli electrical oh. and electronics department. Actually, there's this uh, very big misconception in this college. 90% of the students think I belong to civil, but that's not the case. I'm from electrical and electronics. Apparently, our department doesn't have a lot of recognition in this college. So, yeah.
1: So this event was organized by the civil department in our college And he came in as a guest lecture, mm-hmm. Like as a normal thing I was yeah. sitting in the third bench if I'm not wrong If I can recall it I was sitting in the third bench and he speaks on and speaks on and says, The only thing that hit me on that point of minute was He's coming from our community mm-hmm. He's super young Yeah. He's established Yeah. Down to earth And mm-hmm. he's talking for the betterment of people is it even true or not is what I, I was thinking what he was telling about entrepreneurship and trying to give us yeah it was not the sort of uh, what do you say motivation doses that we get from our lecturers you know
0: you know i you know when i'm talking to her, i feel uh, very you know ashamed about myself because uh, the thing is you are a very aspiring person you know trying to find new things and trying to work with the new things, trying to, you know, uh, more of a keen person trying to know what's going on around you. Me, at the same time, although it was organized by the civil department in Tripoli, we were in the first row. But uh, me, I was worried about that. and when I'll my lunch kab And that kind of a mindset I always had. Uh, so, it's, you know, pretty amazing for me to hear from you that you're like quite curious to know.
1: Maybe because you were sitting at the last? Or with the friends?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been gay. case, so initially I didn't have any friends or anything, I was super focused mm. on what I wanted to do, so maybe that would have been a reason, yeah. but I am very very glad, I'm, I owe that success to my college, because they invited Mirat sir, yeah. here to the college, and it was because of him, I found my uh, uh, lost colleague of my school, mm-hmm. I worked with her uh, on a small project in my school, and I found her and I applied to the cohort of Adventure Park, mm-hmm. the first cohort, Yeah. And then I was
0: incubated there. I got through the process and they took me further from there. Nice. So how, would you like to give a bit of a, a limelight like How How was it at first when you started the cupping.com, right? Like after you got, got into the adventure park, there you thought, okay, okay, now I should start my own company. So uh, how was the process? I mean, finding yourself a team, finding yourself co-founders, and then, you know, getting your first investment or whatever uh, the f- funding, you might be needing at that time and then you know making those uh, technical things you know having your own domain having your own site your own server how was uh, you know your experience working on bizral.co.in or cupping.com as it is now Um. so
1: Okay, it's, it's a long story But to put it in a nutshell So I was, in, I was pre-incubated mm-hmm. Firstly and then got into the incubation mm-hmm. The pre-incubation had Milestones to reach yeah. They had tracks set mm-hmm. And we had to perform So they will give us the details that are required For us to get started mm-hmm. For instance that you were mentioning a domain and everything yeah. I didn't know anything of it yeah. Literally nothing Absolutely nothing It was him that he took us uh, Through the journey he sat with all of us, the cohort people, and gave us uh, information about marketing, about starting up, MVP, anything if you mentioned that was covered. Mm-hmm. So, we were given the milestones and we used to submit them and they that used to get brainstormed under him. Mm-hmm. And then we, that's how...
0: So, so, you want to say that Adventure Park has played a major role in creating cupping.co.in?
1: I think... Uh, More than major, I would rather say. It's not even major. It's everything because of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, my college too. But uh, Adventure Park is the reason. So, I come from a very, how do I say? I'm a person who is very overthinker, okay? Yeah. yeah. You tell me something, I will... uh, take it to my heart if you do good to me i'll keep it in my heart forever if you do oh, bad to me
0: in both ways it, it is gonna yes. be very effective thing Ex-
1: yeah exactly so it's it's sort of that and to take the initial steps so if you are a super overthinker, yeah you don't do steps
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? i, I kind of you don't
1: agree. take the steps at the first itself only you're like what if this happens what if this happens what if this happens yeah even to do her podcast with you, yeah. I thought million times.
0: Yeah, actually, you know, uh, to the audience who doesn't know this, uh, to set up this podcast, we were like actually uh, in talks with Fatima Khadar for around two to two and a half weeks. Uh, where like at first I told her ki I want to make a podcast, and then uh, she was like, okay, I'll tell you the date. Uh, At first, I I think you were not even ready. You thought, okay, maybe he's just saying he doesn't want to record or something. But then I showed the seriousness, look, I actually want to do a podcast. Then she was like, really? And then uh, slowly, Alhamdulillah, we finally got a chance to do this podcast today. I would like to ask this another question there, which I have. Uh, You said you were from Saudi Arabia. So how was your childhood? I guess um, you said... Uh, in Saudi Arabia, you you lived your life in Mecca and Jidda mostly. It's a very, uh, I would say, conservative place. Uh, I I wouldn't I won't like to put it in that one, uh, but a very Islamic and, you know, that uh, very religious culture which would come up with. Uh, how, how did you manage to, you know, cope up with the Indian culture? Because we have multiple cultures over here, you know, uh, we, uh, in Saudi Arabia, I mean, probably you might, 99% of the people who you were meeting were Muslims, right? How, how did, uh, how was your interaction when you first got to meet the uh, other community people and how, how was it interacting with them, getting to know their religious perspectives?
1: So, initially in my, like, the initial years, it didn't matter to me a lot. mm mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of different cultures. Yeah. Because I come from, again, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Jadda, but I had my university level done already where you have multinational people. So yes, that yes. didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. But the mindset did. Okay. Mindsets of people. Can uh, you
0: elaborate on the mindset of it? The
1: first thing would be, I was shocked. Okay. It's not that uh, I didn't like it or I liked it or something like that. I was shocked. I was surprised to how people... Uh, have something in their heart and then say something else that was my reality check or go to thing so you speak heart out at least i'm i'm like that if i don't like something i'll tell okay you know what i don't like it just stay away if i like it i'll tell you know what it's good just just take it
0: oh my god actually i kind of relate with it a lot because even me and particularly the friends mostly i um, make are kind of like me you know whatever we feel we kind of say it but here people kind of don't like it what you you know feel you say the
1: they don't like it they're very judgmental they're very they want
0: to hear what you know makes their uh, heart happy
1: yes yeah, so so India taught me how to put up words to different people that what I I, I would say you know it, it taught me
0: it taught you to lie it but... taught me to lie it
1: taught not lie exactly but you know fabricate things and until tell... <laughs> Okay. Just... Okay. Just make it look like it's super beautiful, even if it's not.
0: <laughs> so, so you, you. Know, that's why maybe, you know, Indians are known to be very good diplomats. I mean...
1: Might be. Uh, don't know, but yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, you come from Saudi Arabia, right? Mm-hmm. So, I guess, uh, Lord's Engineering College was your first co-education?
1: Um... Yeah, it was my first co-education
0: So, uh, h- how do you find, you know All girls' education Different from co-education
1: For me, it worked in my path I would rather say mm-hmm. It worked for me uh, If I would have been into girls' education I think I would have been into wrong conversations Maybe I'm, I'm, This is my perspective really? It's my perspective, uh, I'm telling you okay. Me being in uh, lodge Actually saved me from a lot of things I never had conversations I have a very close friend circle yeah I mean I, I I don't know how do I put it might have been different might not have been different it worked for me if you' comfortable it's it's fine
0: I mean you are the first girl on this podcast which makes my podcast you know really uh really you know uh the the elite podcast for today because it's it's not uh, every day when you know you get uh, females on your podcast, and that too, not just a girl, but a student entrepreneur who is, uh, you know, coming on the podcast. So uh, that that's why, out of curiosity, the public wants to know, ki how how do I put this into words? I mean, why would why would uh, you consider co-education much better than the all-girls education?
1: Maybe because I was not in that uh situation beforehand like uh oh. situation in the sense i never interacted like you know that i just landed up here yeah, yeah, yeah. so i didn't know the mindset of the women here how do they you know uh, how uh, does uh, the okay
0: okay you're saying that mindset of indian women are very different from the uh, women
1: abroad in general yeah it's it's a lot different of course in uh, as a total geographically itself uh, men and women are a lot different from there we have a lot of emotions, Indians, there. Mm-hmm. Even if you die, they maybe put up two drops of eyes in there, you know.
0: What, 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 what?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to tell there are a lot less emotions there. I mean... You see here, a father is into ICU, maybe the entire family comes in here. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They're in there, they don't have that system. There'll be a, maybe a mother or... It's not very... Um, How do I say it? It's emotionless. Rather I
0: would say Uh, So I Okay This question might uh, Sound you a bit hard But uh, Would you consider yourself A person with Emotions Or emotionless than
1: I think a mix of two Depends on uh, (laughs) What the situation is (laughs) I don't
0: know Okay
1: Why am I saying that Because maybe when I was in Sarajevo It didn't matter to me a lot Now that I'm here Maybe it matters a lot So Okay
0: So uh, I know this one thing about you. Mm-hmm. I guess a lot of people doesn't know this, mm-hmm. but I know this about you, that you are multilingual. Okay. And you can speak fluent Arabic. Mm-hmm. How? <laughs> I mean, I even I come from Saudi Arabia as well, uh, but uh, <laughs> but but for me, speaking Arabic was a task. You know, I lived 15 years of my life in Saudi Arabia, but Arabic. I mean you find like tons of Indians in you know Saudi Arabia so you uh, even if you go to a you know supermarket at least there are you know at least one person you'll find Indian who is working over there so you won't really feel that language barrier so uh, how, uh, how how did you I mean uh, how did you thought and like why, I mean why, why did you put like so much of effort into learning Arabic
1: So I think uh, this credit goes to my father, Uh it was his idea Mm -hmm. to uh, make me learn Arabic because Mm -hmm. I was in that land and he just put out this statement to me that if you're not going to learn the Arabic from the land of Arab, Mm -hmm. then it's of no use, so it was him who pushed me through that and uh, I know Arabic because I'm a degree holder in Arabic.
0: By, by the way, for the people who are listening to this podcast should know, uh, she has not just studied uh, Arabic from just some random university. She is an alumni of King Abdul Aziz University. Am I right?
1: Yeah, you are.
0: Yeah, so it is It is one of the you know biggest universities in the world. So it's not that easy to get admission into. Uh, as far as I know, it's not that easy. And the acceptance rate is below 30% for foreigners. So, how did you crack uh, your, you know, the exam or everything to get into that college?
1: So I just um, bashed into an entrance exam that my father again. The- what
0: was the name of that entrance exam? I mean, like the.
1: Like we have him
0: said, UG said. No,
1: it's not uh, something that I remember actually because I just wrote it randomly because my father took me Uh uh, there and he was like, we just have to write some answers, go and write it. I went and I wrote it. Why? Because I had that background a little bit. Uh, I knew the answers, I wrote the answers and I came back. And the scholarship popped in after I got
0: admitted in my uh, plus one i mean you're talking about king abdul aziz university which is like the the big university and the acceptance rate is very low so i know how tough that exam would be okay me being uh, an engineering student i wrote the mz exam and i couldn't i was not even able to qualify the mz exam so uh, the way you are putting it i just went uh, and and i just wrote the answers and i simply was in the university i'm like
1: I think that happens a lot when you don't put in a lot of efforts you just give it a try it it, it gets yeah successful you know uh, what do you say that um, there is a saying right that if you miss a shot then you miss it 100% you have to give it a try and then leave it for the failure also you know, the, uh, but
0: yeah but, but at the same time I don't uh, you know really believe that you just went in i guess you were a very bright student from your school time
1: no, not really. I mean, uh, that was just an Arabic exam in the sense it, it had uh, questions which were related to... Uh,
0: so, so before even getting into King Abdulaziz University, you already had, you know, fluency in Arabic?
1: Not fluency in Arabic, but I had here and there at least. Bits and papers, you would rather say?
0: Okay, okay. That really, you know, uh, nice to know. you okay, okay, So, the thing is that... Okay, how should I, you know, ask this question? I mean, uh, there's a lot uh, of input we have got from you in particular to that one. Yo, sorry. So, yeah, so there is this another question which I, uh, you know, in particular want to ask. How is your rela- How was your parents reaction when you started this company at first because uh, in today's society you know especially in Indian society it's like uh, if women wants to go out and work they don't actually really allow them to go out and work and even if they you know go out it's more about you know go to college study and then come back. How did you you know how, how was your parents reaction and how did they reacted to you uh, being a woman entrepreneur?
1: So they've been very open, mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't uh, ask me to pick up a subject because they wanted to. They never asked me to pick on my religion because they, you uh, know, they are uh, Muslims. It was mostly free uh, mm-hmm. to me. They they were super supportive. Mm-hmm. They always been uh, by my side, mm-hmm. which is why I am able to actually come this far. Okay. But of course, there are family setbacks. Uh, there are. Uh, insecurities with parents with mothers especially with mothers Mm they are always worried that you know what where's my child she's not back home so that happens but I take it as a positive thing Mm -hmm. I don't take it as you know what my parents are putting no that's not the thing maybe tomorrow when I become a mother or something maybe I will have the same feeling I don't know but it's sort of a love right it's a form of love that they're worried for their children no parent will uh, like their children to not grow it's just that you have to it out to them in a right way or yeah. uh, figure out that how would we put it to them that they start liking it
0: but uh, uh, okay so uh, i would you know ask it again like when you started the bizra.com and you might have gone up to your mom or father saying mom i started this company so what was their reaction at first uh, knowing about cupping.co.in so
1: this again uh, was easy because of Adventure Park Mm -hmm. because I went there just as a side class you know I didn't mention it to my parents a lot I just said that there's this space they're giving some information there I'm going and I'm taking it as a cohort Mm -hmm. because just like me they were a lot far from the concept of entrepreneurship they did know business Mm -hmm. uh, but they they were not introduced to student entrepreneurship right students oh, yeah. starting at the college itself yeah, yeah. and you know because what parents would have been thinking is like you know what you have education yeah you have to pass your semesters you have to get a good grade that's yeah. what they know about it yeah, that's yeah. the conventional way yeah. but uh, it was because of Mirad sir he he gave this sentence to all of us in the cohort that if you cannot sell yourself to your parents then you cannot sell your product to anybody.
0: Wow, that's a pretty strong So, if I thing.
1: were not able to convince my parents, that was it. My product was any which way is not going to run. Yeah. Right? So, I explained to them, uh, it was not like I made them sit one day and I introduced Just like it. like a random Yeah, it was in a very normal, casual thing that I'm doing it. Of course, because of the setback, sometimes uh, the sessions were going on back to back, back mm-hmm. to back. But because my mom was a little worried, I had to
0: informal.
1: no I had to miss them oh, okay. right I, it, it didn't come very easily of course yeah, yeah, yeah. but sometimes you have to listen to your parents too you have yeah, to be yeah, yeah. with them you have to make sure that you know what I'm listening to you as well Yeah, that's when they will uh, actually help you out uh, this is my suggestion to all the women out there just don't be into that rigidity that my parents are forcing me or they're not allowing me for doing something they're not allowing you for certain reasons right
0: how, how was your father's reaction to this
1: he was happy. He's still happy. He's, he wants me to grow more. He's looking forward for so, my success. So more
0: than your mom, your father was the one who was like, uh, much more like, go, Fatima, do this, do that.
1: Uh, go, I wouldn't say. Like, I mean, go. No, not <laughs> no, in a bad sense. No, <laughs> no, I mean, you can do not like that. Uh, but I speak about my business a lot to my father yeah. because he relates to it a lot. Okay. Because he's into math. Yeah, he yeah. can understand what I'm talking about. My and mom is more of mentioned
0: like... mentioned a freelance stock yeah, trader. Right. Yeah, so, so my
1: mom mostly avoids such conversations. Yeah. She's like, kya, what are you talking about? Why do you want to talk about it all the time? You're talking about studies. You're talking about this. Talk something girlish. So, <laughs> I, I, get, I get it. Um, she was there on my graduation day from the cohort. Uh-huh. She was super happy. So, yeah, the reaction was happy only, I think
0: So, yeah, I mean, that's a great thing um, There's this one more question which popping up in mind As you said, ki Adventure Park played an important role What if, if someone wants to, you know, get into Adventure Park uh, What's the process? Does it cost some money to get in there? Or what's the process if anyone wants to get into Adventure Park And experience what actually happens there?
1: A very simple thing it's not even a, a you know a lo- large process or nothing nothing uh, you just have to go on to the website apply for the cohort and you will have an interview two mm-hmm. rounds of uh, two rounds of interview and if they find you fit enough I mean that fit enough in the sense they I mean the best thing about the adventure park is they don't judge you on your resume sort of thing mm-hmm. they don't see how much achievement you have or mm-hmm. stuff like that they just see this the willpower you have Oh so how, how,
0: how difficult is that interview I mean I have never been I mean I've never uh, applied to the any cohort of adventure park but I have been to adventure park on like this founders Pride Friday thing which happens yeah. in adventure park I have been to that but I am, I personally never applied to it because you know lazy bug yeah. I don't really put yeah. a lot of effort but and that's
1: not the space for la- <laughs> lazy bugs or it's it's not that space but uh, if you're going to be honest and truthful I think that's the space for you who won't really work. working hard-working mm-hmm. and truthfulness is what it requires i think
0: so, so well, anyone who goes there doesn't have to spend any money or so to get in there
1: no you just have to spend your time your energy your efforts to make a difference in your life that's it
0: that was pretty amazing conversation having with you Fatma. i mean what's this uh before wrapping up this podcast what is this one advice you would like to give to upcoming, you know, women, especially the women who are studying uh, into the first year of degree? If you would have to advise 19-year-old Fatima Khad or something, what would be that advice you would like when to I give?
1: When I was 19, I
0: was into the business already. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I think I was at the right space. But to the people who are starting, uh, I would just say that explore a lot more. Uh-huh. It's just not your home. Mm -hmm. Just don't be, uh, you know, two, three things maybe. That would be, don't put yourself into a box. Mm -hmm. Don't let somebody else define you what you really want to. Regardless of which area you belong to, which space you belong to, uh, which family do you belong to. And um, other than that, yeah, just explore more. That's it. Go on to different things. Try out different stuff. And then you will be good to go. You'll figure out what you need to do.
0: Thank you so much Fatima for your time which you have given to us on this podcast. Uh, if you लोगों को मेरा podcast अच्छा दिखा और आप लोग चाहें कि मैं part podcast And what और क्या Fatima And भी अलग-अलग लोगों के साथ में podcast बनाऊँ so do let me know in the comment section in the Twitter You लोग जाके मेरे podcast के feedback on my Twitter, on my Instagram and on my Facebook my id is Nizar.ahd nizar_dot_ashd on uh, and do go and follow uh, cupping.co.in uh, cupping.co.app how, how would you refer to it
1: it's cupping.app uh, everywhere you just have to go to the website I mean internet and just type on cupping.app and you will find the website and if you guys like the service please pick it up on
0: that and that, so yes. do go on to cupping.app And apni service provide karo. They are like pretty You know this cool service They come home and they provide you the hijama service And there are different uh, You know varieties of Packages, pack- packages are there on uh, cupping.app I have seen this Some is you know full body Some is like half body And then there is like this three cup thing as well is there So if you, know, you want to order this cupping therapy You can do that on cupping.app as well and yeah that's it for today thank you so much Fatima. um i'm glad that i was a part of your podcast and let's hope that we have a lot more
1: in the future
0: yeah inshallah inshallah thank you so much guys and do uh, comment your feedback on the uh, facebook twitter nizar underscore asd uh thank you so much for watching our podcast